Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wrestle me, Mark! Oh, it's time for some more Wrestle Me. I hope I I just wonder where people are enjoying this. Get in touch, tweet us, let us know. I am Stephen and I am listening to this on an allotment (laughs) surrounded by pornography I've hidden from my wife. I'm also Stephen, a lot of Steve's listening. I am driving an Uber around Montreal. I, I imagine most of our listeners are very, very ABC1. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I yeah. imagine a lot of disposable income. Like, I actually, I, I just, you know, I actually took a couple of hours out of my architecture practice. <laughs> I, told, I told my secretary to hold my calls. I'm always very surprised in the uh, in in how much how kind of um, intelligent, mm. uh, well off, and and they've all got good jobs. I know. In the main, I know. Well, why, if you had a good job, would you listen to us? <laughs> you wouldn't. Why wouldn't you have got yourself a little slice of the picture? It's, right, it's the fascination of sometimes when you go past. Like two strange men on the road, yeah, and you overhear slightly. You go, oh, "We should get hear a bit more of that." <laughs> I, I've got to go, 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 go get Miggy. Gonna go, go get. He owes me a dog. Dog, a dog. So I think, oh, do you know what? I was talking of like frightening men who hang around the streets. I was in Kentish Town this morning, coming through, and uh, it, lovely day, really mm. nice out. And I was, I saw something, and it absolutely made me think this place is changing, isn't it? Mm. There was a great big graffiti mural to Prince Philip up on a window, right? Okay. And you're thinking Kentish Town. What is he going to be? He's going to be a vampire, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to be. He's going to be. You know, having a wank on. You know, <laughs> a, a job centre or something. You know, it's going to be something. Yeah. But I tell you what, graffiti artists. There's a lot of them nowadays. I noticed this when the Queen Mum died. You're right. They just do stuff which is like it's a tribute to yeah. them, and there's nothing funny about it. And this one was just Prince Philip lifting up his hat. Right. And it said underneath it, "R.I.P. Prince Philip." But they just yeah, they seem to, do it and then they go, "Can I be in the frame for when?" You guys need a picture for a DVD, or exactly. For that. A DVD release, exactly. Yeah. I, I think it's done like that, and they're like, "Oh, well, maybe people all around the world will go. Can we buy the global rights to this picture because it's like both cool Britannia and the Royals? It's more exciting than just a picture." Can I get it as an NFT? <laughs> I will pay up to sixty thousand dollars for an NFT <laughs> of you uh, finishing off the Prince Philip graffiti in Kentish Town. But I looked at it and I thought, you know, you shits, you, you bags of shit. 
shit. Of, like the graffiti, hip hop, street dancing used to be. <laughs> the, isn't that the three pillars of yeah. hip hop? Is there another and now, one? And now, do you know what they all seem like? They seem like branches of local Absolute government, don't they? They're the sort of thing where, where they really is, where local government will go, we're going to give you £3,000 for your street dance, you know? <laughs> and then it's all, un, like the politics is stripped yeah. out of it. and the Do a dance for Eat Out Help Out. Yeah. Yeah. Out, help out. Are you enjoying this, people in their 50s? <laughs> yes, we are. Yeah. Everything has become strictly. Oh, Everything has become strictly come dancing is just, it's just indicative of a wider problem. Everything's so fucking wholesome. Everything's so fucking tidy. And everything is so fucking marketable. Isn't and it? nice and smooth. Isn't it? And, and I, hairless. I saw that fucking thing. I'd, I'd seen one I'd before. Hole in the There is a thing about, I actually think nowadays, like even 10 years ago. a fleshlight in it. Even 10 years ago, if you'd have seen some graffiti of Prince Philip <laughs> and you'd have like, I don't know, chucked a fucking pig's head at it right yeah people would have gone ah that, that, <laughs> that, he, he doesn't like him does he yeah. oh you got it's in a twist about the walls isn't yeah <laughs> and I think if you did it now people would go you're a disgrace you should go to prison you're a traitor have some respect yeah man I, I actually I, I mean it's one of those things where I, I, I've said some things to like family uh, and friends since his death right. that I legitimately would not repeat on this podcast <laughs> even though even though they're quite mild and they're quite funny yeah you go oh that makes you think doesn't it yeah not, gonna, not, not going gonna near go anywhere near not going to find myself be... in space prison <laughs> it'd be us me and you in a room uh, recording a video to nobody like um, uh, Jim Davidson yeah we'd be like doing it we'd yeah. be doing it to Jim we'll Davidson's like to, audience to Lawrence Foxes <laughs> I mean actually if you're emailing in just you know don't just say like where you're listening yeah. S- say whether or not you actually like Prince Philip or not <laughs> I, I just I want to get a gauge on this help, am I that out of touch help us am I, uh, that said I mean Prince Philip one thing I will say for him is he did turn up to a couple of wrestling events at the Royal Albert Hall. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, fair uh, well, I, mean, I don't think he bought a ticket. <laughs> I, think, I think he was sort of bought, brought there. Yeah, yeah I, I, I just, look, a man has died. He didn't always have a lot of respect for his fellow man. No. <laughs> so, no. Uh, so when people talk talk about him in glowing terms, it's, it, it's, it's, it's different. The, the obituaries have been written decades ago yeah. imagine if you made an obituary for him right and yeah. you would have done it 10 years ago every year that goes by you'd be like that was a I could have done the whole <laughs> thing today and not have to go back and update it every few do, weeks do you, honestly do you, want to, do you want to know my, my, my thinking about obituaries right that I think they say can we get them written long in advance yeah because what they're hoping is that either paperwork or the obituary writer will die mm. and there is then no like you don't go well you know my obituary's been in the paper can I have some more money right you okay, just go yeah, yeah. he's written 40 years ago he's long dead it's all fine I think it's a scam I'm basing that on nothing I literally thought of it as you were speaking I make it sound like I was giving you information just a mad thought just a mad thought (laughs) oh well let's go from uh, obviously every podcast that we do does start with a a long talk about monarchy and which 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 I think our opinions are made clear but Mm. which we don't actually state uh, in a way that that is fulfilling nothing you can take out of context (laughs) nothing and I and the way I talk is that I start in the middle of a, a, a sentence then try and eat my way out and, 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 and that is very much a situation where you could not I'm just see what I'm doing it now I'm just using too many words uh, yeah. they don't go anywhere they're non sequiturs left right and centre try and cut this into a cohesive <laughs> fuck you to the monarchy you can't you just can't it wouldn't be pithy it wouldn't be short go fuck yourselves <laughs> too confusing too men. confusing yeah but but hey read between the lines too, eh? like, too funky too confusing <laughs> let's go to something <laughs> disappointing 
<laughs> this is uh, the WWE champion AJ Styles mm. versus Shinsuke Nakamura, taking us up to 91 people. Um, this match, Pete, oh, God. We sat through the whole of the... I'd say sat through. It was a fucking thriller. Uh, through the 2018 Royal Rumble that Shinsuke Nakamura won. Mm. And from the moment he won it, people were clamouring for one match at WrestleMania. And it was a match that we didn't really think we were going to get. Um, the match that people really, really wanted by a Nakamura who had been pushed to the moon as a genuine superstar was going to be against AJ Styles. Um the build-up to this match, they, they referenced their long rivalry that had taken place in Japan. They began showing the covers of things like Weekly Pro Wrestling, mm. which is one of the, um, the, the, one of the two big weekly Japanese wrestling newspapers. It was really good. Newspapers. I thought this was really cool. Yeah, it's actually one of the last uh, wrestling magazines that is available widely. You right. know, on newsstands yeah. uh, uh, in, uh, the, the Japanese couple um, Styles and Nakamura had had a, uh, a match at Wrestle Kingdom 10 mm. which was in 2016 and that had been won by Nakamura it was rated four and three quarter stars uh, in the Wrestling Observer <laughs> I wish is it Meltzer yeah I wish he'd given it like a like given him a bit of room give himself a bit of room yeah. I bet he's gutted that he has to cut everything uh, down to five why points. why he didn't make it out of ten yeah I mean, I mean he'd probably say well because you know you don't need to what's the difference between a, a, a seven and an eight yeah, well, why are you doing four and a half? Exactly. Doing the three quarters <laughs> yeah, is annoying. Yeah, you're having your cake and eating it there. Worth saying as well that that wasn't the, even the best match on that card. Right. Um, a five-star um, match then uh, followed it, which was um, Okada versus Tanahashi, which was the torch <laughs> being passed from, from Tanahashi to Okada. Um, Nakamura comes out. He has 20 violinists and an electric guitar player. I mean, and it's Alice Cooper's guitarist. Yeah, Nita Strauss. Yeah, and... Uh, and yeah, it was the, it was this point that I kind of remembered that Shinsuke Nakamura's character is just fucking Michael Jackson, isn't it? It's just a yeah. mad Michael Jackson. Yeah, he's got a sort of. He, do you know what he reminds me of? He reminds me of the zombie in Michael Jackson's yes, thriller. Yeah, he's yeah, got yeah, that yeah. red sort of leather costume. <laughs> um, Nakamura has talked before about the influence of Michael Jackson, right? And there is something great about him that he's this sort of unknowable. I've talked about it before, but he is like one of those Japanese forest sprites, yeah. from a weird folklore With tale. Horrible, like like you. He hasn't got it, but he just looks like he might have like black juice coming out of his mouth oh completely he looks like he'd look, he would be very at, at uh, he'd look great if just black oil came yeah. out of his mouth like, like sort of like if the Japanese had remade Edward Scissorhands <laughs> yeah. but they'd sort of gone but it's sort of cyberpunk Scissorhands yeah and Paula Abdul <laughs> dressing everyone <laughs> yeah he is he also looks there's something about him where you sort of go I, I sort of if you imagine touching him hmm. would he either be sort of like very static electricity or <laughs> Ice cold, yes. just really sort of unknowable. <laughs> he's like he's very enjoyable to look at. Uncanny Valley, yeah. isn't he? A bit. Um, but this did did seem a moment where it seemed like WWE had finally got over that sense of saying if they aren't from WWE, then they have no value. And this made it feel suddenly like they were becoming a very very international company. So you are treating an overseas star who had limited English at the time as a legitimate main eventer, entirely based on the career that they'd had halfway across the world that the vast majority of your fans would never even have seen or heard about. Yeah. And that felt like a really grown-up... The idea that they own wrestling to the point now where they're no longer intimidated by saying there is other wrestling in the planet and this is one of the best in the world. Uh, it was just so exciting. The commentators really sell this. This is a dream match. You are about to see a classic. And what you can hear throughout this is the match just creaking under the weight <laughs> of all of that expectation. Yeah. 
Partly, I, I think, this is not the fault of Styles and Nakamura. Mm. This is the fault of WrestleMania. Mm. Too long, already too long. Much too long. And there is a massive, massive lack of atmosphere throughout this match. Mm. Um, until someone gets punched in the dick. <laughs> yeah, which doesn't happen until the match is over. Yeah. So you have a 25-minute match where they're, they're just doing a lot of kicks. It's yeah. very stop-start. And mm. the crowd are just tired. And had this match kicked the show off, it could have been an entirely different story. Mm. Had this match ended the show, which it never would have done, yeah. it could have been a different story. I think if you'd have booked this match on any other WrestleMania after this, it could have been a, an entirely different match. Yeah. This is just a massive, massive victim of circumstance. It is hard to put your finger exactly on what's wrong. And when you get matches that are hard to put your finger on what's wrong, it tends to say that it isn't necessarily what's happening in the ring. Yeah. It's what's happening outside. And when you have no reaction by a crowd, you are beginning to sort of on an animal level just go what i am watching is not engaging to humans mm. and it, you sort of go i must not stick out from the herd <laughs> by finding this entertaining i must join my people and we must all begin to find this a little bit ennui yeah <laughs> um there is a lot of the two of them almost sort of going we are so exhausted and that is also quite an exhausting thing to put an audience through mm. um you get a lot of selling that they do lying on the floor to complete silence it it's, makes it bitty and dry because they don't seem to be able to get any momentum with the crowd and so by not getting any momentum with the crowd the crowd never really allow them to get momentum <laughs> it's it's just weird yeah it's a very slow match and it never catches fire and there is a sudden styles clash and it just ends. Mm. I mean, it is really, really horribly, horribly disappointing. Yeah. Um, AJ Styles uh, went on the Corey Graves podcast and he did blame the audience. Corey Graves. Did <laughs> he not blame Corey Graves? He was here. Um, he, he, he didn't blame the audience, but he did. If you, you know, listen to what he says, he's basically saying, thanks so much, everyone, for fucking that up. Um, <laughs> he said, uh, I'm not going to do his voice. Expectations are way too high. Uh, he's, he's got a strange um, uh, sort of uh, very southern boy uh, voice. Uh, expectations are way too high. I know Nakamura thought, thought, thought so too, because no matter what we could have done in that match, the expectations were way too high. Here's what a lot of people don't understand. Oh, Oh, lecture me, AJ Styles. <laughs> think, think I just made this point before you, mate. Um, the crowd, the fans, the WWE Universe, New Japan, all that stuff, their fans are everything. They're everything. They set the tone on what is a great match. It's how they respond to it. In Japan, they're so respectful, but when they do respond, it's huge. Wow, this is such an amazing match. But had that same match been done in a WWE ring without the same response, it's not going to be declared as that great of a match. <laughs> The fans dictate everything. They dictate a great match. The reality and the truth of the whole, the whole thing, expectations were so high because of what we did at Wrestle Kingdom. And I still think it was a great match. Um, yeah, I, I, mean, I would like to have seen that match elsewhere on a different card. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, but, but fair to say, I still think it's a great match. But you're going, yeah, but it failed. You, know, <laughs> yeah. it, you, you can't say, I, I think it's a great match. You could say, I think I performed as well as I could have done. Mm. And you could have said that any other given night we might have done better. Mm. But you can't go, it's a great match. No. It, li literally, there is no one making any reaction. <laughs> if you get no reaction to wrestling... That is the worst thing. That is yeah. worse than the booing. Difference, yeah. At yeah, least the yeah. booing, you're going, well, we're doing it wrong. 
this one they're just going yeah yeah you and might then they wince when again somebody does a, a, a shot to the dick yes uh, i've seen some people saying how would you rebook this and part of it as well 15 shots to the dick well they said if it had started <laughs> off with nakamura just hitting him with a nut shot you've you've got that wonderful thing of going oh okay we're really on yeah. and nakamura is the bad guy in this yeah we don't have that in this match it's again one of those matches where when they're respectful the crowd like oh fuck this and it's a real shame they get to the end of this it's an embarrassing moment really where nakamura sort of falls down on his knees and brings the belt out to hand it over mm. that's something you only do if you've had a real classic yeah and the fact that they were like we'll do this bit afterwards because mm. it will be such a classic and then people will be really into yeah. it you'll do a nut shot and everyone will be like holy fuck and actually you get the nut shot and you go that got a reaction <laughs> nothing else you did got a reaction the nut shot should have led this whole but honestly thing. but i bet it, i bet like vince and all of the old duffers um backstage you're like i knew these fucking hipsters completely is this hipster completely. booked uh, thing was shit and, and i and uh, the nut shot works and that's a classic but i know i'm watching this <laughs> I, I really i remember thinking this was exactly the sort of thing a wwe should be doing and i was like i'm very much looking forward to this match and when it happened i was like i don't know anything i really i really called this wrong nakamura did then go on to a good uh, sort of solid few months where his basic thing was just trying to kick people in the dick right and he would do it all the time sometimes he'd immediately <laughs> pin them and it's, it is great that I was that was a funny thing that you just go what is your gimmick my gimmick is I'm going to try and knee you in the nuts <laughs> that is a really fun thing to do um, it, it was great but I mean ah. Uh, the post-match beatdown is the best thing about the whole thing. Mm. But I think part of that is Nakamura's nervous energy going, well, that's happened. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, now I'm going to get some of this out through my toe uh, <laughs> onto AJ Styles' yeah. face. And for the first time, they get crowd reaction. And the crowd reaction is the thing that obviously makes him go, I'm performing again! Yeah, okay. So I stamp on you! I stamp on you! <laughs> um, it is... It, prob- it probably is It's one of those matches that, uh, as you, you know, as you say, you'd rather see it on a different night on a different card. Yeah. I think had it taken place any other night rather than this night in this place on this card um, it would have been great <laughs> but unfortunately that's what happens at Wrestlemania yeah. you, you get one night a year and you know what if it doesn't work out then it goes down in history as not working <laughs> unfortunately is that great thing about wrestlers could always say we had some such good matches at like SummerSlam and you know there's a Smackdown TV one. fuck that it mm. doesn't count it doesn't exist <laughs> the only thing that exists is Wrestlemania <laughs> anything else you're just being a baby <laughs> oh here's a classic for you pizza <laughs> Raw Tag Team Champions, The Bar, Sheamus and Cesaro versus Braun Strowman and a mystery partner. <laughs> mystery. I mean, yeah, it, 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 I, I like the flow. <laughs> the flow is good. They come out. Good. Um, Cesaro and uh, uh, Sheamus, they, they have their, uh, their kilts, their grey camo coats and their sunglasses. Yeah. An image that has no cohesive reason. No, no, this, doesn't make any sense. It, it, no thought put into it. No, this is just confusing. It, yeah, it's it's Paul Gaultier's one of his <laughs> yeah. one of his drawings he leaves in the. They, they've studio. also they've got sunglasses. Sunglasses is always the thing. Second wrestler puts on sunglasses. It's saying <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I'm, I, but I've got some sunglasses. That seems like something I could add on. Yeah. I can, always, I can always buy aviators. I yeah. can always buy aviators. Yeah, absolutely. I've got aviators. That actually says quite a lot about no, it doesn't. <laughs> what it says, it says you just you haven't got you haven't worked out what it is. Um, they come out on that big Mardi Gras float, and uh, Strowman then scares off the the Mardi Gras big head characters. They run to the ring. Um, that is so funny. Says one of the commentators, really driving home that it's. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, no yeah, one says it very happened. funny. Is that is yeah. so funny. That, that this is happening. <laughs> True. That is so funny. No, it wasn't. Um, Strowman then gets the Mardi Gras float and he pushes it uh, off the stage to the floor. 
and they all they all react like holy fuck it's it's on wheels right and it's on a mirrored floor surface I get the feeling that if you touch that any other time, it's just going to skid off. It just there's no <laughs> friction. Um, oh. And then out comes Strowman, gets the mic, and uh, they they built this up as a big surprise they couldn't deliver on. At the right. time, I think most people thought the mystery partner was going to be Goldberg. Okay, he's he's gone into the Hall of Fame. We know he's there. Like Strowman, he's a big explosive powerhouse. Mm. It seemed like the most natural thing in the world that you would give at WrestleMania that Goldberg match where you just went, please welcome my host Goldberg. And they would tear through those two in three minutes <laughs> and what a big pop it would be. Um, instead, they they did this. So mm. Strowman gets the mic and he says, my, my surprise partner, it's not one person in the back in the locker room. It's one of you. For one of you, <laughs> who wants to be my WrestleMania tag team partner? <laughs> so many men, Pete, in their 20s, <laughs> 30s and 40s, chucking their hands up. <laughs> <laughs> the idea that Braun Strowman would have gone, the guy, yeah. he looks about 40, <laughs> the guy there, him, yeah. Yeah, the cocky sort of the bands the guy. Man. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Let's get him in. The one who looks like he might have taken some coke this evening. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see that man's heart explode. Yeah, I want. I want to see whether or not you can listen to the simple uh, advice that I just want you to stand there. Let's see how long you can do that before you start taking matters into your own hands. <laughs> you know, just, just for the moment. Has now, anyone got kit sharp keys in their pockets? <laughs> <laughs> now. I mean, he starts pointing, he suddenly points, he goes, you! Mm. And he goes, and just as he starts walking towards <laughs> where he's going to climb over, there's a bloke who looks like Buster Merrifield, who played <laughs> Uncle Albert in Only Falls and Horses, great big white beard, and he properly goes, like <laughs> I mean, I wish it had been him, but... <laughs> Again, it is that funny thing about this has un- unusually in WWE. This has never really been done before. Right. Certainly not on a big pay per view no. where they go. I mean, they spend the a lot of time telling people not to get in the ring. Yeah, and bits like this where they go, "I'm going to pick one of you to be my partner." <laughs> and there is a moment where it's so funny that everyone is just going, "Finally, <laughs> this been, is I've it." I've been expecting this for such a long time. <laughs> the funniest Finally. thing is when they cut to it, people aren't going, "Whoa!" People are going, "Oh shit! shit holy shit!" holy shit like their brains are scrambling like, like their you know hearts are going and they're just yeah. like shit it's shitting oh, it's gonna be me it's so pathetic and great I loved it I absolutely love it but out he goes and he picks a child um, he picks 10 year old Nicholas um Nicholas. <laughs> the crowd th- think this is legit, I think. You know, they're, right, okay. they're, they're very much this is a kid that they've taken out for a, for a once in a lifetime sort of experience yeah as soon as he picks him, they're also slightly disappointed. <laughs> because it's not their 35 year old Yeah, I thought that was going to be me. But they do chant, we want Nicholas. Right. You know, like cool. a sort of well done. You yeah. can't really sort of go, boo. <laughs> <laughs> is he a heel? Is he a face? I need to know. This is the wrong fucking call, Strowman. <laughs> you know, boo, bad booking. What damage is this child going to inflict upon <laughs> Seamus, the great white wonder? Um, the, uh, they are excited when he tags in during the match, though. Um, 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I, I would have loved it if Seamus had just immediately hit him with a big boot and Nicholas was pinned and then Vincent Mann had just come out with and just said, Bron Strowman, you are fired. What, 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 seriously, though, what the blue fuck what were, you, were thinking? you thinking? What the fuck was what going through you your thinking? head? You put a 10-year-old in the ring against Seamus. <laughs> Seamus, have you seen him? You fucking, you know. Well, I mean, this, uh, everyone, leave now because this company is going to be sued. Just <laughs> we're shutting it down right now. Thank Gold- you, Nicholas. Because Goldberg got locked in a toilet. <laughs> you can't just go in a game yourself. Oh, well, Nicholas, in, he comes in, the crowd go, woo! And I think they were hoping that, because by now you're like, well, okay, this is, you know, the kid's wearing a WrestleMania shirt. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. And, it's, and he's, you know, reacted. He, he does a good job. He does, he does a good a job good for job. his role. Better or worse than Snooky. <laughs> yes. Well, I, 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 I don't think that's the yardstick. I still think no. Snooki is quite good. No, yeah, um, true. true. I, I mean, better, the better or worse than most of the people on this card. Yeah, better, <laughs> better. Um, he, he would, uh, he tags out uh, immediately, and, and Strowman, you know, then just, just wails and everyone. The, the idea behind this, of course, is they are saying that Strowman is so confident he can do this on his own, mm. he can have a the weakest thing imaginable, yeah. a ten-year-old boy mm. uh, as his tag team partner. Yeah. I mean. Maybe a nine or eight year old that would have been even weaker. You know, <laughs> not, Just have no one, you know. And I'm glad, you know. I mean, would it have been nicer if it was a little girl? Probably yes, because <laughs> it gets a a girl into you know a a big match yep. rather than it just be yep. uh, a little lad. Um, Does Nicholas get in the Hall of Fame anytime soon? <laughs> it's be happening, hasn't it? Well, he became the youngest person to have a match in WWE history. Oh, that's nice. Uh, like and that. he is the youngest, uh, of course, as a result to win a title. They do win the Raw. Title 
tag team titles. He's now a right wing commentator on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was actually the son of the referee uh, John Cone, okay. so he was part of the business. And they surrendered the tag team titles a week later uh, on Raw TV. <laughs> and they cited Nicholas had scheduling conflict because he was going into the fourth grade. It's, it's a sweet thing. Uh, he's now 13 years old, and yeah. his Twitter bio says former Raw tag team champion, undefeated at WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> likes Pokemon and Fortnite. Nice. Um, you do get the impression... Several that... legions on the brain. <laughs> <laughs> Just stepping in that ring. He's 13, <laughs> he'll, so he'll listen to this because he'll go, that was my WrestleMania. And then he'll be walking downstairs looking ashen-faced. <laughs> just saying, there was a man from England who said I, was, I had a brain leech. <laughs> he doesn't have a brain leech. You don't have a brain leech, Nicholas. Uh, the former youngest champion in WWE was Hornswoggle. <laughs> Uh, he won the uh, WWE not- Cruiserweight title. Whoa, uh, Paige won the Divas title at 21. And uh, Randy Orton and Brock Lesnar, they both won uh, the World Championship in their early 20s. Oh, wow. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Brock I know. I know. Bro- Brock Lesnar is just a big Nicholas. That's how, I, that's how I see him. I look at him and I go, big Nicholas. Um, it's, um, it is funny. He, he gets mentioned every now and then, Nicholas. Um, but um, it's, uh, he, he hasn't made comebacks. I think it's one of those things where they they would be loath to bring him back for anything because I think you just have to go that was a little thing we done yeah and, uh, uh, you, no but I would like to see him back <laughs> you, uh, I would like to see him versus New Jack yes uh, I would <laughs> <laughs> oh well look we're finally here after seven and a half hours uh, we are at the main event of yeah. Wrestlemania 34 this is the Universal Champion Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns taking us to 97 wrestlers holy moly that's too many. And too they many. didn't get to 100, did they? I no, I mean, I didn't I didn't include Paul Heyman. Right. Um, and, that, and that should really. Nah, you should really. Yeah, 98. Actually, yeah. There's bound to be a couple of managers are left off. And yeah. look, I didn't include, like, you know, the commentators. So okay, well, that's fair. I think it? it's yeah. tipped us into triple figures. Yeah. Too many people on the show. <laughs> too many people on the show. Um, this is regarded as being one of the single worst WrestleMania main events of all time. Mm. Um, and there are many reasons for that. Um, one, it's not a very good main event. Uh, <laughs> two, as a main event, it's not good. Uh, and three, uh, it just, it just, I mean, everything they could have really done wrong in this, they managed to do wrong. Yeah. Um, they started with the, with an attempt to finally get people, if they couldn't get them behind Roman Reigns, mm. they wanted to turn them against Brock Lesnar. So Roman Reigns began doing a thing of painting Brock Lesnar, who was not on television very often, um, as being a part-timer. And he would say, you know, he doesn't care about WWE. He doesn't care about the fans. And he he moaned that the WWE, and it was moaning, and he had this big thing about WWE treat him so well, and yet he doesn't actually care. (laughs) You know, I would argue if you care about a job that you do when you're an employee... You need to th- rethink, right? <laughs> you need to see the bigger picture. What it made Lesnar seem was like someone who did not care, and it made Reigns seem like a big crybaby. <laughs> if it had any effect at all, it didn't make the fans go, we don't like Lesnar, we like Roman Reigns. It made the fans go, we don't really now like Brock Lesnar, but yeah. we also don't like Roman Reigns. <laughs> it was an absolute <laughs> fucking disaster. Roman Reigns here is is headlining his fourth straight WrestleMania. 
Uh, it tied the record set by Hulk Hogan between uh, 89. Uh, so he did WrestleMania 5 with Randy Savage, WrestleMania 6 with Ultimate Warrior, 7 versus Sergeant Slaughter, and 8 versus Sid Justice. Uh, so between 80, uh, eight, uh, 89 and 92, he had his four main events. Now, some people will say, oh, no, Hogan had five <laughs> because he was in WrestleMania 9. Right. Um, and uh, he took on the Okazuna. Yeah, but that, that's an impromptu match. Isn't it? That wasn't the main <laughs> event of WrestleMania. The main event had to be Bret Hart versus Yokozuna. Yeah. Um, I should stress, I don't care. I don't, I don't know why <laughs> I was not, setting it up yeah, like that mattered to me. I, I don't care. Um, <laughs> and I believe anyway that Roman Reigns has now beaten that record as, as well by main eventing, um, you know, in, uh, although he didn't do last year. Yeah, you know, I think he's. I think he smashed it. So mm. uh, very much a, a stat that I found on a page like <laughs> dated three, 2018. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, there is a grudging cheer for Lesnar when he comes out. But yeah. what you're suddenly aware of is the crowd don't want to see either man win this match mm-hmm. and they don't really want to see either man wrestle each other yeah uh, it, it, they know as well that roman reigns is finally going to win his wrestlemania main event yeah and then they will get to do the coronation of roman reigns in this stop start disastrous campaign that has blighted the last few wrestlemanias um it's a lousy, lousy main event. It's just <laughs> rejected entirely by the live crowd. If you think about your stars and Nakamura, when the crowd just sort of are apathetic and that destroys it, in this they are both apathetic and really sort of hostile. Yeah. And well, they, they, it's like hard they seem to, they, seem to knew, they, they seem to know what was going to happen because, like, Reigns was kicking out all the time and, and, and it's like they didn't get what they expected and they were still under underwhelmed yeah there, there's felt. a bit where they beat the the count out mm. they were about to have a double count out and they both roll in and the crowd boo the idea that they would have gone <laughs> we will be happier with a double count out this match just ends it gets a boring chant yeah. in the main event of Wrestlemania <laughs> they're chanting boring they keep on kicking out of the series of each other's finishing moves which has become in recent years a really really overused part of the main events mm. where everyone is continually hitting their finishing moves and everyone's continually kicking out and it is just a sort of thing of you just do it long enough and long enough and then people might get into it mm. you're going to be seeing it you know soon we're going to be having 40 minute matches and it's just the, the finishing move over and over again yeah oh, i mean that in itself would be art Let me <laughs> make that clear. i'm pitching that don't steal it that's mine uh, f- for my matches at wrestlemania um but uh, i mean against nicholas <laughs> the, 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 there's a, a bit where the, the the fans start chanting this is awful this is all and brilliantly when they cut to a a um you know recap yeah. they just show a little bit in the highlights they that, that you still hear them chanting they, no one took it out to go this is awful in the highlights <laughs> this goes on too long yeah nobody is interested but then suddenly we get blood and mm. whether or not that's something you know i, th- I think the, the crowd see that and they go oh fuck Oh fucking hell! And they do that because rather than going, oh, blood's back. Yeah. Fucking no. See, I'm an adult, and I was right to like this. <laughs> they they see it and they go, oh no! They've given special dispensation to Roman Reigns <laughs> to get bloodied up because then we'll go. God, didn't he fight his way through? And we respect him now. Yeah, yeah. And, and instead, that blood's not for you, Roman Reigns. You are a clean cut boy. Exactly. And I don't need blood. Blood is for the nasty boys. <laughs> his blood is so red, so bright red, so sort of like you know all. American blood it's just <laughs> astonishing out it splashes and people do sort of go ah, don't know if I does this make it better I sort of you know there's a moment where the crowd aren't hostile but they're just like 
are we going to be indifferent or not? <laughs> um, he gets a proper, like, crimson mask, you know. Yeah. So it's great. And then he goes for a spear and Brock Lesnar hits him with the F5. And there is a cheer when Brock Lesnar pins him. Because <laughs> I think over. they thought, you can go home. A, it's over. But they're also like, oh, I didn't expect that. Yeah. And that is better than getting what I expected and not enjoying <laughs> this. Um, it just... I mean, Lesnar is uh, just just um, fucks off back to his sinister ranch, you know, <laughs> and he just goes. That's it. I've done that. Yeah. And Le- Reigns is left in the ring on his back, covered in blood, being attended to. Um, they show the the replays. This is awful. <laughs> and it cuts back to. And this is. If I was Roman Reigns, I mean, Roman Reigns has nothing to be embarrassed about at all. No. But if I was Roman Reigns and I had that element to feel just mortified by things that had happened in my life, <laughs> I would continually come da- back to this moment. Yeah. And it cuts to Roman Reigns walking around the ring, mm. and there is. No noise from the crowd. There is just silence. And yeah. he's walking around and going, oh. And you hear one person go, and nobody picks it up. <laughs> and then his music starts. Bum, bum, dum, da dum. And <laughs> he just looks so fed up. <laughs> what they're hoping is that people will go, I oh, gave it his all. Yeah, I mean he's and defeated. Respect, but industry. look, all new respect. All, you know, <laughs> his music is starting, and that is the signal for everyone to go. Well, fucking done. <laughs> we understand the bigger picture. You are a player on the stage of WrestleMania, and you you have done your best. And well done. And it doesn't fucking happen. No. And he trudges up that ramp. How many moments did that man had in wrestling where oh. he's like at the top of his game and yet nobody likes it's, him? It's all a lot of the ends what of these are it? like the feed hasn't been shut down <laughs> and that we're seeing something we shouldn't see. Yeah. And yeah. honestly, when he if, if he if he has those things at three in the morning where he goes, oh, "What am I doing with my life?" Mm. That last bit of Wrestlemania 34 he must have watched it and he must watch it and just go I don't recognise who this person is <laughs> that is the bit that you'd come back to and just go that is I mean if you honestly if you ever did an interview with him you know I, I get the feeling he's quite sort of measured and he's you know he's very serious yeah. and you'd say to him you know what first appealed to you about wrestling and he'd sort of go hmm a number of things and everything and you'd say you know so I mean is it a hard life and he'd go hmm it is a uh, not for everybody. <laughs> and you would say, what's the worst? And you'd go, it was the end of WrestleMania <laughs> 34. That was rubbish. Oh, my God. They left the feed on. They left the feed on. For ages. And I was out there like a spare prick at a wedding. <laughs> and I trudged back. And people didn't even boo. They were just silent. <laughs> they left. It is appalling. Um, what a terrible second half of a WrestleMania. Yeah. They, they, they built... Uh, they built the 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 the, the um, kind of gantry mm. in the first half, and then New Jack just threw <laughs> everyone off it into some tables. It's really really bad. What's interesting about this, actually, <laughs> having watched like the most recent one, mm. now we've gone to two nights. Mm. You do get shorter, but they are just the same length WrestleMania over two nights rather yeah. than one. And so what you can see here is what we've done in the last two episodes is essentially look at night two of WrestleMania 34. And that as a show would go down as one of the worst shows of all time. Mm. And considering it had like AJ Styles versus Nakamura, Mm. it had um, 
uh, the return of Daniel Bryan on it. You know, you had the the uh, tag Nicholas, team opener, Matt Nicholas, if you like, and Nicholas. Matt Nicholas. It would be difficult not to say that was one of the worst ever yeah. major shows put on. The first half of WrestleMania 34 does save it, and certainly that Ronda Rousey match mm. is an absolute corker. It feels like a years away. That it, it does. It really does. That would have been the match that ended night one, and this yeah. would have been night two. And there's a night two. This would have been a disaster. <laughs> Oddly, the night twos since they've been doing WrestleMania have all been worse than night one. Oh, really? Okay. Partly, some of that is, I think, because the same people go to both nights, mm. the audience. And the second night, you're just like, oh, back again. Yeah, back again, tired, hungover. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't feel Warm quite as here. good. Yeah. And the second one is, is, always, is always poor. That's so nice to see Sunday, that that's what happened it? here. Isn't it a Sunday? Yeah, yeah. Saturday and Sunday. Sunday. Sunday's Friday, do a Friday, Saturday, Sunday night stuff. Yeah. I don't know, everything just seems to... It seems unnatural to be still out at like midnight. Well, WrestleMania has always been on a Sunday because, yeah. like, when you were at school, you had right. to put on your video on Sunday night at one a.m. Yeah. on Sky Sports okay. Plus uh, or Sky Movies Plus, what it used to be in the old days, and you would have to hope that it recorded at one in the morning, <laughs> and then you would get back from school at four thirty, and you'd have seen that there was a technical issue, and they'd have gone, "Oh, it's now going to be on Sky Sports 3. Yeah, and then you'd have a, a whole three-hour or six-hour-long play tape <laughs> of golf. Lee Trevino Golf <laughs> Memorial, the best of Nick Faldo. <laughs> yes. I don't want to watch that. Oh, I like Faldo. It's coming up to the. Oh no, <laughs> Mum, it's happened again. Uh, oh, oh, I love. Wow. The, I love the like I love the crapshoot of that. I love like the kind of oh it could happen. It could like I might come back. And that sort of thing happens all the time when you order something online. Has it arrived? Has it not yeah. arrived? Oh, I don't want to know. Don't email me about it. <laughs> don't text me that it's been delivered. Don't tell me that you left it at the back of my house in the porch. <laughs> <laughs> I've um, I've I'd recently had a, 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 a arrival of uh, vape produce. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, I've actually I found myself thinking to myself, oh, I wonder I wonder when that's going to arrive. Yeah. Okay. I was thinking I was. Oh, actually, it's one of those things where I hope, oh God, I hope it hasn't. I checked, I'd ordered it like about quarter past midnight last night, but I'm so in that thing You're of just like, like yeah, yeah, hassle me, I, hassle <laughs> me, tell me where it is. I bought a uh, a, a fake Rolex oh, online because nice. I like, I like uh, the oh, I can't have a Rolex, is it? It's like very simple, it's the cheapest Rolex, uh-huh. um, but I like the design, but I'm not, fuck it, I'll smash it, I'll lose it, if yeah, I spend eight grand on it. Um, but if Rolex are listening, why? It would be weird one. if this show ended up being sponsored by, by Rolex. Rolex. <laughs> all the things we have beer, 50, from. beer 52, no one, <laughs> then, then Rolex. Rolex. <laughs> want to get involved. The uh, uh, and, 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 and they never sent me it and then a year later I was like I think I ordered a fake Rolex online <laughs> um, what a surprise that those people turned out not to be reputable <laughs> no, business no but then I emailed them I went sorry guys you didn't I ordered Rolex years ago and you didn't uh, he went oh yeah no um, nobody signed for it so we, so we took it back and they went and they sent me it the next day I was oh. like how wonderful! Nice. How thank you, the Zhangzhou company. <laughs> Does it look Shenzhen. good? Yeah, it looks spotless. Absolutely spotless. One too many chains in it, but I'll sort that out. Look, it's fine. Yeah. So, but if anybody sees me. Yes, that is a Rolex. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't wear my my, my, my wedding ring because it's made of, it's it's a platinum ring. Yeah, and it's just too valuable. Yeah, and I will lose it. Yeah, I guarantee. You know? it. Uh, also, I'll take it off to impress a girl. Well, exactly. I mean, it will it will get left somewhere. Yeah, and then know? and then your wife will think you've been. Uh, how good. did the meet and greet with Sasha Banks go, Mark? <laughs> yeah, it was fine. It was fine. Where's your wedding ring? Oh no, <laughs> I've left it in the in the toilets of the Excel where I was putting on all that CK. K1 to, to try and make her fall in love with me. Oh, knockers. 
Now I'm in trouble. Now I'm for it. I know what I'll do. I'll use this hula hoop. It's like the opening of my sitcom. <laughs> oh, God, there's a rat. Come to eat my wedding ring. <laughs> oh, well, that has been um, WrestleMania 34. Yeah, I'm... I'm you sort of lived long in the memory because you did it in two parts. I'm looking forward never, ever watching ever it again. watching it again. Maybe yeah. the Nicholas match. Maybe the Strom and Nicholas... It will be Coming good if together. they bring him back. I think they should bring him back and put him in the Hall of Fame. They should put him, uh, you know. But do you know who would have been better in that role? Uh, um, uh, Fucking Jarius J.J. Robertson. <laughs> the kid who was in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Who got yes. the Warrior Award. It would have been, Who had yeah. all that charisma. What was, was he ill? I presume mm. he was ill. So would, could he, I guess he could dance. I mean, if uh, he could dance, he can wrestle. That's my rule. <laughs> Absolutely. That's my rules. I mean, but Nicholas didn't fucking wrestle. No, that's true. And, and, and like the crowd are going to go, oh. Yeah. They're gonna ha- they're gonna have to go. Oh no, I'm really pleased about that. Yeah, yeah. It was the referee shows. It's a lot. Ref- WWE obviously has a, a long pedigree in, uh, in, in, in nepotism. Yes, that's, that's, they have to keep that part of it up. As soon as it turned out he was an employee's son, yeah, I was a bit like, oh, that's not that's good. That's also, also, if they picked a real ten year old, yeah, what's the what's the damage that kid could have done? What do you mean? As in, like, Braun Strowman would have said, just want you to stand here. Mm-hmm. And the referee comes over and he goes, when he tags in, I want you to come in. And then just go, ooh, run out. Right? <laughs> yeah. You could have done it with a real kid. Yeah. You could have made it. Instead, it was just a lie. Yeah. It's not like the referee's son would, would have, you know, been sillier than any other 10-year-old. No. Surely. No, they could have used a real one. <laughs> real a one. real one. A real boy. He's not a real boy. A little Pinocchio Not child. a real boy. The other thing is, as a referee's son, he can go to all the wrestling he wants. So why on earth he gets to have a once-in-a-lifetime experience when it's just mundane, boring dad's work? <laughs> it would be like me going to a consulting engineer's for the... <laughs> Day, I'm, I'm furious about it. <laughs> or now a retirement home. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Respect is due. Look, if you get a chance, don't bother listening to WrestleMania 34. Mm. It was rubbish. Uh, but do come over to our Patreon. Um, it's uh, it's really good. I mean, it is just a great body of work. It's fantastic. It's really really good. It's the best thing out there. <laughs> I, I have no irony about like, it. What have, what have you printed on that? Printed your notes on the back of? I've there? run out of white paper, so it's this. This is a letter from Stephen Eagle Toyota. Yeah, what's that about? Well, my my wife drives a Toyota Auris. Uh, It's a hybrid. Okay, cool. Uh, And she bought it, I would say, seven years ago. Uh And they continually send her things saying, do you want to come to our confidential new car event? Yeah, okay. And you've taken... So you've taken their letter, put it in your... That's perfect. That's really responsible of you. you Not only are you driving a hybrid, (laughs) you're also reusing paper that that has been sent by... In fairness... I don't use printer ink. I boil down elephants. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Just a lot of like bitumen. Oh, Just it's the uh, blackest uh, oil. A lot of coal fires going continuously <laughs> to smelt down that ivory. Steam powered printers, <laughs> so I can it. print out my notes that read things like uh, Nicholas rejected. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wrestle me, Mark. Oh, Pete, wrestle me. That's all. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the ACAST Creative Network. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.